0: Hi, I'm Brent Love, and this is Hope Works, a podcast by Hope Surrogacy. In each episode of Hope Works, we talk with a surrogate as she shares her journey, her inspiration, meeting her intended parents, pregnancy, and birth. Hope Works is brought to you by Seed Trust. Seed Trust provides dependable escrow services for surrogates, intended parents, and egg donors. During your surrogacy journey, you have got to have a solid plan for your finances. Believe me, as a parent who had a baby through surrogacy, I know. At SeedTrust, you'll find quality managers you can count on and a secure online platform that's accessible, transparent, and reliable. SeedTrustEscrow.com. On time, online, worry-free. That's SeedTrustEscrow.com. This is the season finale. I kind of can't believe that we're already here on the last episode of the season, but I am so proud that on HopeWorks, we've talked with surrogates who have shared their incredible journeys. They've talked about the births, the shots, the relationships with their husbands who supported them, the unexpected twins, failed transfers, all of the tragedies and all of the triumphs of this incredible journey. And these stories show the generosity and bravery of these incredible women. This season, there's one more woman we have to introduce you to. She's my surrogate. I usually say a little word of gratitude to each surrogate in every episode right at the end. But today, I'm saying it at the top to make sure you hear it, Giovanna. Words cannot express the gratitude that we have for you and the gift that you've given us. Our daughter is alive, and she is here, and she is growing because of you. I am so grateful for your friendship, for the way that you have guided us through the process. We always say that not only were you our surrogate during the pregnancy, but you are also our doula (laughs) and guiding us through all the things that we should expect and the ways that we should be prepared for the birth. Our daughter just started walking. She was born nearly a year ago now. And one day she'll graduate college. One day she'll have a family of her own. We'll hear her learn to talk. And then we'll hear her learn to sing and dance. And maybe she'll play the violin or learn to weld or become a coder or an ice skater. And we dream of all these things for her life, but none of those dreams could come true if you hadn't carried our little girl to the day of her birth. In this episode, Giovanna and I talk and laugh and share our memories of the journey. Giovanna set up her patio for this conversation because it was summer. And by the time I arrived, the sun was already setting. So you'll hear the songbirds singing at the end of the day. We talked long enough that those birds were replaced by frogs in the forest behind her house. And the only light by the end was the flames of the citronella candles. I hope through all of it, you hear my gratitude. I also hope that you hear the way that Giovanna and I have grown from IP and surrogate to simply the best of friends. So we are recording and I am sitting with Giovanna.
1: Hi.
0: <laughs> um, I don't even know how to start this because I'm so excited and also nervous and also um, this feels really important to me because you're our surrogate.
1: Yay. <laughs> and I love just seeing you and talking with you.
0: I know. It's we're my like, fave. We're like sitting on your back porch. The birds are chirping, like the candles, the citronella candles are going, <laughs> but they're still very, you know, cool and... The, we have ambiance. Oh, yes. Um, okay, so I want to start by asking how the idea of surrogacy like came to you, where it came from, and how, what started you thinking, like, this is for me?
1: Well, I had a good friend in college that struggled with fertility, and she went down many different roads to trying to achieve becoming a parent. And one of them was that she would need a surrogate and I had offered and so did one of her sisters, but that kind of got the wheels turning for me. She ultimately went with her sister. Um, but then I was like, you know, this is something I want to continue looking into because I know there's other families and people out there that could benefit from having a surrogate or that would, you know, that needs a surrogate to help get them to that end point of where they want to be. So I started looking into that, um, that way.
0: You didn't struggle with fertility.
1: No. Is that right? Um, no, I, I, the doctors would say I definitely had a, like, pretty typical, you know, route of conceiving. So when we first, my husband and I first were married, you know, we wanted to have kids right away and you just are conditioned to think that if you sneeze, you can get pregnant, you know, you get brought up thinking that
0: there are communities that, uh, <laughs> that teach that in their, um, uh, in their uh, sex ed classes.
1: Yeah. And it, it really did. It, it stuck with me. Cause I'm like, I don't want to have a kid in high school, you know, and cause I had so many goals that I wanted to meet yeah. in my life. But yeah. So once we wanted to have kids and it, you know, didn't happen the first month. I was like, Oh, that's weird. And, you know, and, um, you know, down the road, there's a couple like early losses in the, in, in the beginning, like, you know, where you, you get a faint positive pregnancy test and then, you know, and then it's gone and you're just like, Oh, what's wrong with me? But the doctors are all like, that's totally normal.
0: And and you got through it.
1: Yeah. Yep. We, and,
0: and yeah. now you have three beautiful babies. We do.
1: I know we, um, we're very blessed and, That's another thing that I wish anyone that wants that feeling should be able to have the opportunity to feel what my children, how they make me feel.
0: I know they're not babies. I said babies. I'm like, oh, wait, like your oldest is like about to start school. I
1: know. And my my youngest, I feel like he's still a baby and he'll still always forever be my baby.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then you have like another baby. But when we met, your youngest was like not even speaking no, was he even like? He was barely like, kind of getting around on his own. Yeah,
1: he was just um, I'm trying to think.
0: Was he? He was sitting up, but he was like, he wasn't walking.
1: No, he he wasn't even a year yet.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, he don't, was yeah, anyway. Right? And he yeah. was very, he was very young. So you had thought about surrogacy while you were having, while you were building your own family, while you were having your own kids and raising these yes. young babies.
1: I actually was pregnant with my last child and I looked at my husband and I said I want to be a surrogate and he just looked at me and he's like you're crazy you're still pregnant with <laughs> our with our baby and you want to already be pregnant again and go through all of that um, and I you know I was like well I'm gonna reach out and get more information on it and who knows even if, if I get more information I'm like well maybe it's a little more than I thought you know but yeah I contacted the agency and they sent me a bunch of information and they said, you know, get back to us once you have your baby so we can see how everything went with that. And two weeks after the delivery of my son, I was ringing them up on the phone. I'm like, I want to do this. Did (laughs) you know
0: that was a thing that was happening in Wisconsin that there was like this agency actually pretty close to you?
1: Not at all. I was very shocked because at first I was um, thinking, I, w- I wonder how far I'd have to travel to even make this happen. And seeing that it was literally right down the road, it was. I was like, wow, like this just, I feel like this is my calling.
0: <laughs> how long was it between the time that you first got in contact with your agency to the time that you met us? Do you remember
1: uh, well, I contacted them when I was 34 weeks pregnant with my last son. <laughs> and then I recontacted contacted them two weeks after he was born. Um, and then what later that fall is when I met you guys.
0: Oh, my gosh. I was so nervous. Do you know that I had, like, multiple outfits that I had planned for the match meeting no and I was like trying to decide what to wear because I wanted you guys to think I was cool oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was so nervous and I did it was like you know it's it um n- knowing even knowing then that this would be one of the most important relationships of my life um like I knew it then and I was so nervous about it um, I mean, I, you're like such a cool head and you always like have like your kind of track that you're headed down and you're like gonna, you're going to do it and you achieve it. And you always do. Um, I was just so, so, so nervous. And I remember, uh, we had a room that they had set up for the match, match meetings, you know, comfortable couches and like all of that stuff. And, um, Like we sat in there for like maybe 20 minutes. I know you guys
1: were already there and I was like, oh no, I was hoping I'd get to be there first so (laughs) then I could like be in there and be all prepared. But you know, we got there and right away we go in, but I didn't have enough time to go, okay, let's think about this. What am I going to do? Shake their hand. I'm going to hug. I'm a hugger. What if they're not huggers? (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I just remember my heartbeat just like, and then I, when I like walked in and you both just stood up, so like bright eyed so excited and I was like oh, this is this is awesome I already feel it I feel the love
0: oh yeah and I was like I, I got a hug I have to hug <laughs> you know because we, we're both huggers so. oh yes that's why we get along so much uh-huh. well. <laughs> and I just like felt connected and also I don't know meeting this person that is willing to put themselves so much in our own journey of parenthood and to hold our baby and grow them in their body. Like that's a, it's an incredible person. Like you don't get to meet very, very often or at all. And I just felt that in that moment. I was like, I I, I would have lost it. Except I was like, I hope, what if she doesn't think I'm cool? Like when I'm crying, you know, like I cry too much. or like, maybe I'm too sad. You know, it was like, I was so nervous, but, um, well,
1: I felt the same where I was so thankful to you guys for give, like trusting me, like being like we trust her enough to have our little baby, you know, be with you and help us with the journey. I was just so flattered and grateful, thankful,
0: all of it. And it was such a blur to me. I don't even remember what Mary asked. They
1: put me in the hot seat first. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you could have give me warning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you had just like walked in, right?
1: (laughs) I had walked in, we hugged and sat down. And then like the icebreaker was, so Giovanna, we're just going to put you on the spot. You know, I'm like, so why, why, why did you choose to do surrogacy? And that, you know, and then that just got the ball rolling. I was like, oh, okay, we'll start, we'll start with that. (laughs)
0: Okay. <laughs> and it, like it was about your kids. I remember that. I was remember it being like the very basics of it was like how much you love your kids and how much you, if you could do that for someone else, mm-hmm. you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like about your precious little babies again, you know? Like, yeah. And I, and that I connected to that. I felt that, you know? <laughs> um, And then Cole, I remember. Yeah. Um, was very quiet at first.
1: He's always usually quiet until <laughs> he until you can like peel off the little the layers, just because he's you know he's a quiet person until he gets to know people, and then as you know now he's he's outgoing. Yeah, but yeah, they um, you know, definitely asked the question to him what he thought about when I brought up being a surrogate, and you know he was very honest. Saying he's like, I totally was like no (laughs) she's (laughs) crazy Like, you know it's something that he wasn't familiar with and he definitely got on the bandwagon of just supporting me and going along with the ride and to this day he thanks me so much for opening him up to this different world that he you know wasn't familiar with and you know it gets me a little emotional whenever he says that because it makes me feel good that even even with sharing our journey, it, so many people say how appreciative that, you know, I'm open about it and I'm out there sharing it, but you know, I just want everyone to know that how much love and what a family you can create out of doing something like this. It's pretty amazing.
0: Thing I remember that that really made me feel so good about what he had to say there was how much he wanted to be there and support you mm-hmm. and to be strong for you when you needed it and to watch out for your health and to mm-hmm. be on that on your side of this whole process, making sure that you're okay. Yep,
1: yeah, that was his his biggest fear was if you know, worst case scenario, something bad were to happen to me during the pregnancy or even with delivery. And that scared him because, you know, he doesn't want his kids growing up without a mom. He doesn't want to live without a wife. And um, he put a lot of trust in me. He knows I'm a very strong person physically and mentally. And so he, you know, was like, I'm going to trust you and you see the bright side of this and he's like i'm gonna support you through it so you know i reassured him that he's very valued along the whole process as well and just as you guys are to me so it wasn't like it was just me making these decisions i had a small group we were you know we're a team and all of our opinions mattered in everything team baby so. love Yes, team baby love. But
0: the thing that made me in that match meeting, the thing that he, when he said that, the the feeling that I had was relief a little bit. And just because, I mean, in the questionnaire that they sent us, they ask you about like, what would you do if there was something wrong with a pregnancy and you had to make a hard decision? And so it felt so good to know that you had your husband there to fully be 100% about you and your health and to back you up in those decisions to help you think through that without any conflict, because that was so the most important thing to him. And it was such a relief to us. Not that we wouldn't continue to make decisions um, that were supporting your health, but that that's a, there could be a conflict between those two things, which is hard for us. And it was good to know that you had that. Mm -hmm. Um, And not everyone does. And I thought that was really amazing.
1: I think, I think we had all rock stars on on our team. We have, you know, a little bit of everything which that's why I think it worked we worked so well together along the whole process
0: um and it was a long process <laughs> you know it was so long
1: <laughs> tell me about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean mostly it was us like waiting and anxious and we're like oh my gosh a baby's on the way but you had to go through like the medical process and preparing your body yeah. did you know getting into it that there was going to be this like medical process that was going to be intense to get Not ready for it
1: as much as it was, you know, like thinking about it, I, you, I didn't think, wow, actually I am going to go through IVF just like some of my friends have had to go through. Um, going through that experience actually helped me feel, have a little more sensitivity to what my friends have had to go through. Cause then I too went through the physical, you know, the shot, the injections. Um, can we talk about my, like what, oh, yeah.
0: uh, what, what are the medical things that you have to do?
1: Um, well, first, you know, I have to get cleared. Have, you know, I have my physicals get cleared to make sure my body's healthy. And then I have to um, have blood work done along with the medical clearance. Then when it comes down to the actual medication, there are so many that I had to take orally. And then I had to do injections in my stomach and it was quite Injections in your stomach in my stomach that's intense yeah they those ones weren't terrible cuz the the needles were small so it felt like bee stings but i mean uh definitely you know every day doing it for how like what how many weeks it was up to like 4 to 6 weeks yeah you're you know you start getting bruises and you know, you're following every day where you start ramping up on one medicine, but then you have to start ramping down on another. So you have to be really precise on all of that because you want to make sure you're getting it right. Because if you do something a little wrong, it could, it could make the numbers a little off, where then a transfer wouldn't be possible. Um, and then there's also the injections in the progesterone that I would have to take, which those were pretty gnarly like not the fun gnarly but so those would be you know in my hip or my rear and those needles were pretty big and thick and the oil that goes in it just you know wasn't the most pleasant but
0: and you and Cole were doing those together
1: oh, Yeah yep. um I asked my husband if he could do that for me and he he was like oh um and he was like sure but he was terrified he was going to like hit a vein and like I could bleed out <laughs>
0: so I mean, you know, when you're not a medical professional, you don't know. know what's going on. I'm
1: like, just, you know, and, and he would slowly put the, you know, put the needle in and that hurts more than, I'm just like, just jab it. I'm like, you just, you just like, you're throwing a dart. Just come on. He's like, well, I don't want to hurt you. I'm like, please, you're making it worse by going slow. I'm like, you just gotta.
0: I just like, imagine like you guys, like, you know, at night and you're like, okay, we got to do this. We've got to do this. Like talking yourself into it.
1: I know, and I think that's what scared him a little bit too. He's like, he's like, well, if I hurt you, he's like, I don't want to get like knocked across the head for like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have to do? I tried to remember. Did you, you did those every day?
1: Uh, yes. Uh,
0: for mm-hmm. weeks.
1: Yes, actually, the progesterone injections for the first twelve weeks, the first whole trimester. So I just remember, you know, I every day I'd go from my like left side to my right side, we'd switch off back and forth, and yeah, that. My like whole backside got numb, you know, a lot of bruising and, um, probably that, halfway through the pregnancy, I started getting feeling back again there.
0: <laughs> that's the first time Charlie and I started to really feel like, I don't know if guilt's the right word, but just like, we wish we could have taken care uh, of you. Yeah. If we could take those shots, we would take those shots, know. you know? Um,
1: yeah, I know. You guys are so sweet because I remember I sent you a picture of my like rear end with its bruise. I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to see this. And I'm like, and I'm not trying to send it you to make to feel bad for me. But, you know, I knew what I'm getting into, you know, with that and having that like t- seriously having those injections like that little bit of pain and even delivery is nothing compared to being able to see your faces when your daughter was born. Like. That's what I was doing it for.
0: So let's get to the delivery. The Um, best day ever.
1: It was like, the delivery was seriously, like, I couldn't have wished for it to go any more perfect.
0: So I've told the story like a million times, but I haven't heard you tell the story of the delivery. So from your end what was it like like kind of preparing to go to the hospital like
1: it. um I was just excited for you guys it's like the day like Christmas Eve the day before Christmas you know and even for me because I feel in a sense selfishly like I was really excited to see your faces when you see your daughter so and you guys are really excited to see your daughter so I just remember getting in the car with you guys and mean, like So how are you guys doing? Just, you know, and you guys, you know, we're just so eager and so excited. And I was just like, let's do this. It's like, you know, it's delivery for me is when you like train for a marathon, the pregnancy is training for a marathon and comes delivery day is like the marathon. So I had like my game face on, you know, I might as well have had eye black under. I was just like, it was go time. I was just so excited to like, I was pumped to ready to start the race, you know,
0: I felt to get to that
1: finish line
0: your energy, like that kind of like, like grounded, like forward momentum totally carried us. Cause we, I mean, we were, we didn't know what to think about Delivery Day. You'd already done three of them. Yeah. We didn't sleep the night before. (laughs) It was like Christmas Eve though. We didn't sleep the night before. Um, But then, you know, but then it was like snowing and like driving out here to your house to get you. Uh and yeah, you just came down you just came down your front steps like business style. You're like, Okay, let's go. We're doing this. Um
1: Yeah, the um so the day once we got to the hospital, I'm like, Oh yep, we go here and then we go, go there and then you know, we get in a room. Um the coolest part too, I thought, was that our labor and delivery nurse was a surrogate herself that was just so awesome it just it just made it even feel more welcoming and comforted you know to have for me have someone that has just gone through this as well and someone that can appreciate our situation that we had um yeah that was that was awesome having that like that was a great opener i felt right when we got into the labor and delivery suite yeah and then just you know just getting me all like hooked up with the heartbeats so you could hear your daughter and, you know, get my contractions, like to monitor once they could. It was a little crazy for me too, though, that, you know, my husband, you know, Cole was getting our dogs to the dog kennel and he was going to drop our kids off at my parent or my in-laws house. And he's texting me and our daughter had woken up saying how her ear hurt. I'm like, oh, gosh. So it kind of got chaotic because he had to drop the dogs off and then he dropped our other kids off. But then he had to take our daughter to an urgent care, like on the opposite end of town, like literally down the road really from us, but opposite end of towns where he was dropping the kids off. Take her to urgent care. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my gosh, what if I have, you know, th- what if I have your daughter without my husband here next to me? <laughs> I'm like, and th- which would have been fine because, I, you know, you and Charlie are, an amazing support and it would have been fine but i'm just like of course on this day he's running around our child with a potential ear infection which she ended up having one so he was he was awesome he you know got her her medicine got her checked out dropped her back off made it back just in time for us to watch the uh the badger football game that we were uh, excited to be watching so yeah it was it was good and then you know your families i this is my favorite part was that in the delivery room you know your families came in and i wanted that you know i told you guys that that they were more than welcome to be in there when you know before things got too crazy cuz they i want them to experience as well you know and so having them in there and we we're just all talking hanging out it was just like it was like you know a holiday
0: just, I know it was, it was, I mean, like I keep going back to the Christmas analogy of like the family's here, we're all hanging out, the football game is going, yeah. we're like, and I always tell people, because you're so strong and you, um, I mean, part of the reason you got into surrogacy is you, your belief then your ability to go through this process and and to be strong through it and you're just standing there with everyone taking selfies and wa- <laughs> and like getting up with your iv and like walking around and like saying hi to everyone and like I was like you're but you're in labor you know like <laughs> you're just like so chill you, the only reason we knew something was going on is because you were in a gown hooked up to an IV.
1: <laughs> I couldn't really um hide that, could I? <laughs> no. Um, it was so funny though during like the process. You you and Charlie were so sweet because you're like, "Can I get you anything?" This, this, that. I'm like, "Don't be those guys. Do not be those guys." It's so hard not to. I know, and I know, <laughs> but I'm like, "You're sweet," but like, please do not baby me right now.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, we just like chilled and we waited and the. Um, the doctor I mean it was such a great team Mm -hmm. Um, I felt really good about the doctor um, who came in and she was great Um, very protective of you which I loved yeah
1: I really liked how she asked all of us like what what our expectations were and I thought they did a very good job with holding to all of our expectations and wishes Um, yeah I it was just it was awesome
0: and you were so great to us. Um, I mean, it felt really good to me when any of the staff would come in and call you the mother. Oh.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not the mom yeah. <laughs> their Her dads are right there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you're like, that's not a, that's not a thing. Stop no. using that word.
1: Yeah. Stop using that. Please.
0: No, <laughs> um, that made us feel so great. And um,
1: well, it's your, it was your time to shine. It was your day. I know. It wasn't but, my day. It, you know, I was there to support you guys.
0: We were we were so cautious about the whole thing. And we didn't know what to expect. And we didn't want to cause any bumpy roads, you know. And so you taking the lead on that made us feel really good and made us feel um, like, he, I mean, it was just crazy because you were even supporting us while you were in labor to make <laughs> sure that we were having this day. Yeah. You know, You're, you were still like, even through labor, you were still protecting us and taking care of us. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah you know you just kept like bringing us in when the the doctor would come in and like you guys want to hear this and um i mean of course we were like always listening and like even even when we were on the other side of the curtain and we couldn't see anything but we knew like the doctor and you guys were talking about what to do next and it's not like we were like eavesdropping but we could totally hear everything and we were listening very intently well
1: and just to clarify the um the curtain was only shut when I was exposed. Well, yeah. Well,
0: cause you were having, you know, like I were wanted like, to
1: keep a little bit of modesty, even though I think seeing, um, female parts would have freaked both of you out,
0: but <laughs> you know, I, we didn't need, we didn't, we, we didn't feel the need, you know, <laughs> yeah. we were happy to be in the I don't think you delivery. wanted
1: to, I think it would have traumatized you. <laughs> we were
0: fine. We, the curtain was fine. The curtain was working for, for everyone. Um, but, uh, I, you know, we had the whole day, we, you know, it wasn't actually so long in terms of what I have heard about inductions because we induced. Um, it wasn't so long, but it was like hours of, of waiting for the medicine to kick in so that the labor would get going and, um, and, and kind of speed things up. And then, and then the doctor came in and the curtain was pulled and I definitely remember her saying, all right, we're probably gonna have to break the water. We're probably gonna have to like go for it. Do you remember that? Did that that do you? Did it get serious for you then? Like, were you like, okay, it's game yeah, time? Yeah, because I
1: knew once the just from experience with my own children, like, you know, once they break the water, it's just like it's on. <laughs> There's no turning back after that. Um, yeah, because you guys were out. Um, you guys are so sweet too, because you know you're like texted me you know i had my phone with me on my um delivery bed and you're like just let us know if you want the family to leave and i like, oh, all <laughs> so were still sweet. In there yeah, yeah i was out and i was like oh no i'm like i haven't gotten to that point yet where i'm like really annoyed where i'm like get out i was actually thoroughly enjoying everything and uh, like you guys were like oh well well we're going to step out to go get something to eat which that's when the doctor had come in and you know and checked me and they're like yep i think it's time to break the water so it literally like like i said everything like just worked out perfectly so that's why I messaged you guys right away I was like they're gonna drink my water and so you know um I'll call you call you guys back in when like that's kind of done um but literally after they had done that you know and then you guys came back in it, it, it was like phew. It I, just went so fast.
0: I mean, I know, I know because my family will tell you, it was hours in between oh, the I, time that sure the did. water broke and the baby arrived. But gosh, it felt like 10 minutes to I, me.
1: Know, I know. It felt like
0: so fast. And they, so they broke your water and we were out. And you, I mean, my assumption of that time is that you were like, the water broke and you were adjusting to the water being broken and like kind of getting into the next phase of labor. And so we waited outside for a while waiting for you to be like, okay, come back in guys. <laughs> I mean, of course, and if you'd been like, you know, we need more time. Well, we would do you want to
1: know really <laughs> what i was I'm... doing when, when they broke the water? Cause I hate the feeling of being wet and in clothes or sitting. <laughs> so, you know, when they break your water, it just can, it'll Gush, or like if you move a certain way, more will gush. And it's so I'm just sitting there and I'm like laughing and it's gushing out while I'm laughing. And I'm just like, (laughs) I feel so gross. Get me out of these clothes. (laughs) And I'm just like, just like, uh, yeah, like our nurse, you know, and my husband just laughing at me. And it just because, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, you're too funny. And, you know, keep changing out the under like soak pad because i'm like i can't sit in this wetness like (laughs) it was just funny because i'm just like laughing the whole time and so finally when like when i got like the the flood was like pretty much done then i'm like okay i'm like now the guys can come in because we don't (laughs) have to keep changing basically my like wet pad every like two seconds
0: oh my gosh (laughs) wow so that's not what i thought was going on during no. that time <laughs> but that's like that's that's like the more things that like you know the two of us guys we have no idea about and i think a lot you know uh, all there's plenty of women also who don't know what like delivery is actually like yeah um but we when we came back in you know i there was still some giggling and i remember you talking about um water breaking and like yeah how comfortable it was and and we laughed some they, more they
1: put that big like knitter needle
0: i know i'm like i don't understand how like they're gonna i like i literally don't understand biology enough to understand how this crochet hook is like gonna help us but like <laughs> Okay, I guess it did.
1: It's like a mousecatool. It's like we have one left. How is this gonna work? <laughs> know,
0: right? I'm like I'm like, what is going on? Um, but then we like came back in, and it was like, it, then it felt like it was on. Like it was like really on. Oh, yeah, and, my contractions started, and you you oh, got crazy. quiet because I was like, focused. You got really quiet
1: because I knew what was I was what I was about to endure.
0: <laughs> um, do you? I mean, like, do you? Did you? even register us very much during that time or does like your focus in that moment, like kind of take you to this like place of like concentration. Like, or were you just like kind of going with the flow? I have no idea what that time was like.
1: I was going with the flow at that time. It's not until it was time to push. That's when I get like totally focused where, you know, I know what I need to be doing right now and I'm staying focused and I need to get to the end point, you know, and, make sure I'm listening to the doctor as well, making sure that I'm following, Um, you know, because there was, it got to a point, you know, I only pushed for 20 minutes and there was a point though where the doctor kind of pushed the resident aside because your daughter did get a little stuck. Her shoulders got stuck a little bit. And, you know, they're like, don't push, do a half push. And I'm like, how do you do a half push when you just feel like you (laughs) got to push? But I stayed focused because, you know, I didn't want to worry anybody i didn't want to panic i didn't want to panic you guys i wasn't exactly sure what was going on um but ultimately she came out totally totally fine you know
0: purple a little purple because real purple
1: <laughs> well yeah i mean i was trying to push her and she was like i'm trying but i can't get out and so
0: um i mean she was perfect she was totally she was. Perfect. well and
1: that's the thing too is that when she came out really purple like my, my kids didn't look that purple and i'm like <laughs> but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to freak you out.
0: (laughs) You know, like even looking back at that moment when she got stuck, I was just thinking like, I was really scared. I was like, it was just a few seconds really. Yeah. But I couldn't even let myself register how scared I was. I, I wasn't,
1: I wasn't scared in the fact, I think I had comfort in the doctors and the team that we had and I felt in my heart she was going to be fine, like coming out. I'm like, baby girl, I, you know, protected you this long and I'm going to protect you until you're in your parents' arms. So I, I just felt very much that she was going to come out totally, totally rocking it. And yeah, and she has, and she still is today.
0: <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, and then she was born and she was on your belly
1: Yeah. um, You know, they laid her on my stomach for a little bit just so the cord blood, you know, the rest of the blood can go into her little precious little body. And then, um, you know, Charlie cut the cord and I passed her off to you and you got to go do skin to skin with her and hold your little baby. And I just remember looking, I just remember when she came out, I was looking up at you guys because I wanted to see your faces. And that's why even I tell you today, I'm like, I thought you would have been more ugly crying (laughs) because, but you guys were like, I was just, that was beautiful. Like, that was just so amazing. And
0: it was shock and awe.
1: It was, it was so cool. Just seeing your faces where you're just like, that's, that, that's our baby. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. And, you know, and you guys went then on the other side of the curtain. So you had your bonding time with her and, you know, they're cleaning me up and, and I was like, where's my, uh, dinner menu. <laughs> um, I'm kind of starving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, we, been, we had been joking about that for days up to the, up to the delivery about like how it's like a really, it's a huge pain not to be able to eat. Right.
1: Yes. It's torture. We we had talk about, about being like totally like hangry, like, my gosh. It's like, yeah, like you can't eat anything, you know, but you're going to have to like basically run like you're running a marathon, but still get through it, even though you haven't had anything to eat.
0: And that's why I tell people it was so funny. We we're like sitting there for an hour, totally focused on our baby. I don't even know what time has passed. And then they finally like move the curtain back that was separating from you mm. and there you are sitting with the menu open <laughs> <I know. laughs> like ready you're like okay we're done here it's time i got i gotta somebody waiter <laughs> yeah i'm
1: like ding ding <laughs> dinner bell <laughs>
0: um and mm. i mean it's oh hard. i remember
1: when the um because why, you know, they wait for the placenta to come out because basically I have to give birth to placenta too. And I'm like one of those science geeks that I love looking at that stuff. So when it came out, I was like, oh, can I see it? You know, because everyone's different. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm like, oh, you got to go show the guys. Go take it across the curtain. You got to go show the guys. I'll probably want to see this. That that was like that was their daughter's home for the last nine months.
0: It was awesome and cool and so strange. Highly recommended anyone who's like in a delivery room
1: look at the placenta
0: yeah it's wacky <laughs> it's a wacky thing um but yeah i was like it, i felt like totally outside of time like time squished and stretched that whole experience uh and in even the time that we had with her right after felt like it went so fast and suddenly we were headed up to our rooms mm-hmm.
1: i just remember you guys Having so much luggage to carry upstairs, <laughs> really? So, yeah, because you know they um, the babies have to be in their crib, and to go up they can't just be held walking up. And but you guys had so much luggage that you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't
0: do. <laughs> I was just made We ready, had to get an extra you cart. Went,
1: you had bags of groceries and you had luggage, and I'm just like. <laughs> Do you guys want me to hold her so in the wheelchair so I could, like, you know, we can just take, get another crib that's upstairs so we don't have to push that crib up? And you guys are like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny and cute. You guys totally came prepared. Oh, that's another thing I remember in the delivery room is, you know, I kind of get hot. When you're, like, in labor, you kind of get warm, and you guys are in there with, like, your coats on. <laughs> Almost like if it was like a blizzard in the room, you know, and I remember Charlie being like, are you cold, honey? Should I turn that up a little bit? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm fine. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, you can turn it up a little because I know you're cold.
0: <laughs> the other thing that I remember about that night, it was after getting we got settled in, uh, which is like the craziest thing to say, because like, how can you settle in as a new parent? Like with an in like hours old infant like in your room with you, there's no settling in. No, but we we were in the room, you know, with our baby, and you like came over because you had the room across the hall. Yep, and you came over, um, just like as bright and shiny like as I've ever seen you, like, and there you were, like all of a sudden the delivery was over. And there was our friend back in the room hanging out with us. And he had just delivered a baby.
1: I was excited because I could bend over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, we all sat together, like, on the bed with the baby. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was... It was awesome being able to see you guys in your realm. Like, the thing that you guys wanted, you had. And I wanted to watch as much as I could of it just to soak in even more that process of you being parents. Like changing the first diaper, giving the first bath, you know, and um, very much I was curious about Um, your daughter's well-being too like making sure everything was okay you know with you know she was a little purple when she came out she was fine she had a little like bruising you know and I wanted like make sure that everything was checking out good and making sure you know I could be there to be support for you guys too you know it's it's your baby So that's why I wanted to make sure I was there to support you guys to make sure that you guys were not afraid to be like, I would like to, you know, take the reins on this and don't be afraid to say, oh, I would like to do the first bath, you know, to be able, because sometimes you get in that room, you're too afraid, but don't be just from my experience. That's what I always tell all my first time parent friends.
0: Well, it totally worked for us because (laughs) we did ask to do all those things because, and I'm not sure that we would have otherwise, to be honest.
1: And it's the best. It's the best. You'll always have those memories. Remember, of her being in that sink, you know, given the first bath.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, the first diapers. The uh, I I will remember forever. Like the really late night. You know, like three a.m. Like five a.m. No one's awake, and you have no idea what time it is. And she stirs, and not you have to get up, and you're so totally exhausted, but also you're like. Yeah. You know, and you just want to like
1: creepily stare at her while she
0: sleeps. Yeah. I was like, you'd fall asleep and then she'd wake you up and you're like, she's here. Yep, It was the coolest. It was so cool. Um, okay. So our baby is six months old. Yay. Almost six months. Um, what has it been like to watch us be parents?
1: It's been awesome. So many people, that's a question I get a lot from people is if we're still in touch and I'm just like, look at them like crazy eyes. Cause we're like the best friends. We're family. We, if it's not every day, it's like every week we're messaging with each other. And whether, you know, it's about, you know, your daughter, what you guys are up to, or it's my kids and what I'm up to with my family. Um, Yeah, it's it's been awesome. Every time I get a picture, a new picture of her, I'm always like showing her off. I'm like, like, oh, my gosh, isn't she so cute? And I'm like, I wish I could say I had something to do with that. I'm like, I feel being in my womb helped. (laughs) But I'm like, but she I'm like, I'm a little biased, I guess, because I carried her. But isn't she the cutest dang thing ever?
0: She is so cute. You know. And it's funny because people think she's genetically related to you and they still like <laughs> ask that question and she's not. But she, she, I mean, for sure will always have her relationship with you.
1: I feel like some people, they don't really, it's hard for them to understand unless they're in the situation. You know, for us to say easily, oh, it's, you know, not, it's not hard for me hanging out with you guys and seeing your daughter not at all and it's because it's like i'm seeing family you know and my love for your daughter is like an anti-love like you know it's different than my own children but it's still a love that's like a deep family love just a different kind
0: so are we talking about our future plans
1: We certainly can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think we should. Um, So we're going to do it again. Yeah. We're going to do it again and have another baby. I mean, we're going to try, right? Yeah. Because like there's no guarantees in this world of crazy fertility science. Are you prepared for like, I mean, because you've been through it now, you know Mm -hmm. way more than you knew when you first got interested in surrogacy. Um, How do you think this next time is going to be different? What are you thinking about right now?
1: Um, Well, the first time I didn't know exactly, like, it was all excitement because I hadn't had to do injections and all these, so... With new things like that, I feel like it kind of went a little quicker. I feel like the second time around, it'll feel like it's dragging a little more because I know what I'm getting into with it, like because I've been through it already I for still that would, part. I but... would
0: still take those injections oh, I I know I could. you would. I would. You would
1: take them in your eyeballs if you could. I, I know. I <laughs> um, I honestly think it's going to be overall an even better journey. if, if that's even possible in the sense that we already have such a good established relationship. Cause you know, the first, um, journey, we were building that relationship. Yeah, We
0: had a, like oh, something like five months or something of getting to know each other before the transfer.
1: Yeah. And then even at the transfer, it's, you know, every week that would go by, we would learn new things. We got closer, we bonded, you know? Um, so I feel like, we have such a good established relationship now that'll make it even more meaningful and we'll even be learning more about each other. And it'll be a different aspect too, because then your daughter is going to have a sibling and you know, it's going to be those other milestones that, you know, having her, I'm assuming you'd want her to come visit like, you know, when her siblings there and that's a whole different excitement. You know, yeah, I mean, that gonna, you guys haven't experienced yet. She'll be
0: old enough, you know, to, like, put her hands on your belly. Yep. You know? Yeah. How
1: cool <laughs> well, is that? Yeah, it, to, yeah, to be honest, it'll be, um... It'll be, like, you know, this the age-spacing, like, of my kids, almost. You know, where they are interactive. Like, they don't fully get it, but they get it. Um, yeah, so it's cute, because then... She, she'll definitely be old enough to be, you know, holding her sibling and, you know, giving little kisses, having those cute little pictures that you'll have in the photo albums of all that.
0: That's so crazy. Yeah. That's like crazy to think about. I'm also like, of you know, we we have a name list already <laughs> for baby, for baby too. Do I get to see that? Um, you, know, we, you know, we keep that. We keep, if we keep anything on lock, it's our name list. We're like so open about the whole process, but like our name list no. is on lock. But I'll, br- I'll break you. But you know, I mean, you're like the first person to know all these things, right? Like you're the first person to know the, um, the sex of the baby <gasps> and the sonogram. I love
1: it. That's another thing that during, you know... The pregnancy i loved is that you guys when it was when you you know made the decision that you were going to find out and you asked for the um ultrasound tech to tell me first so i could share with you i thought that was the sweetest thing it made me feel so involved that you know that i played more of a part it was and just seeing your you seeing your faces even then with like saying what the gender
0: was i was like oh um, okay, so looking back, what tips would you give to um, to surrogates and IPs who have been matched and are about to go through this process? Like, what are some tips that you would give them?
1: I would just say, just be really open and communicate. You know, that if you're feeling any sort of um, scaredness, unsure, if there's anything, just to communicate no matter what, because you'll get through it. If you don't say how you really feel, you know, it. you're a team, you know, you're there to support each other. And you shouldn't have to be scared or feel like you don't want to hurt someone's feelings you know, getting through the process, it's something that you'll get through together regardless of what someone feels or not. So that's why I think definitely being open and communicating is a huge, huge factor in a good relationship between a surrogate and an and, and intended parents.
0: That was really hard for us. Like, do you, like, I don't know if you, you experienced that, but like, because there were so many turns that we didn't, anticipate you know there were conversations about like gender or um, or how to deal with a medical bill or whatever and I remember feeling like like we just wanted you to know that how much we cared about you and every step of the process and even mm-hmm. things that got like weird or
1: well you guys yeah you have to get all those important things done that sometimes aren't fun to deal with but you, you and Charlie both were so very good about making me feel like it was anything but caring for me or even for your daughter. Like, yeah.
0: I mean, I always just felt like we were on a journey to become parents, but also you were on your own journey. I feel like we got really lucky um, to that our paths met.
1: I definitely think, the ladies have very good <laughs> skills in matching. I, yeah, I
0: say, luck. there's a lot of intention. You're right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause I, yeah, we like, I can't, you know, I just can't imagine being matched with anybody else other than you and Charlie, like this relationship that we have now. And even beyond that scope with your families, it's, it's awesome. Like that's another thing that I usually will tell people is what surprised me with this journey is that I was so focused on you guys and helping you become parents. But definitely when I went up to your baby shower and your family, some of the family was there and they were hugging me and like some were sobbing and thanking me. And it may open my eyes up to be like, wow, it's even more than this you know what I thought and it just it's just such it was such a good feeling saying like yeah I'm helping being part of this process to help you guys become dads but then I'm helping your parents you know become grandparents and your sisters be aunts and you know it's you're making me cry oh <laughs> Oh, do we have tissue? <laughs> oh, we have the bl- bl- the blanket. There you I'm go. Good. Um, yeah. So being seeing the larger scale of that was something that I didn't realize, and that I learned and felt along the journey too.
0: HopeWorks is a podcast created by Hope Surrogacy. Thanks to everyone for joining us for this season. And we are so excited and already starting to work on season two, which will feature incredible intended parents, moms and dads who turn to surrogacy to create the families of their dreams. Make sure that you subscribe at hopesurrogacy.com slash podcast or on iTunes. So you don't miss a minute of these incredible conversations. Giovanna, thanks for inviting me to your patio on a summer night to talk about these memories that we both treasure. Giovanna, you are an angel in our lives. I am so, so, so in love with this journey, and I cannot wait for all the memories we're about to create together. If you're listening and you're interested in finding out more about becoming a surrogate or building your family through surrogacy, come chat with us at hopesurrogacy.com. Find stories on the blog, leave us a message on our contact page or come say hello on Instagram and Facebook. Just search at Hope Surrogacy. Thank you for listening to season one of Hope Works. We can't wait to join you again for season two. And until then, on behalf of all of us at Hope, Mary, Leanne, Amy, and myself, we can't wait to hear from you and to talk about how hope works.